Episode 28, Lamb, Donkey, Elephant. In this episode, John and I discuss if politics should be in church and how Jesus' life came in conflict with the politics of his day. John and I would love to hear from you, so make sure to send us any questions you have, as well as suggestions for topics you would like us to discuss. You can DM us on social media or email us at confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com. This is John. This is Lindsay. And this is Confessions of Us. Hi. In the living room. <laughs> In the living room. Welcome to our living, living room. room. <laughs> so tonight, episode 28, we are in a different location. We apologize. We don't know how it's going to sound. Yeah. It may I, sound good. may sound bad. I'm going to bet on the side that it's going to sound fantastic. It's fan-freaking-tastic because your mm -hmm. husband's going to spend hours trying to make it sound <laughs> fantastic. That's probably what's going to happen, really. We don't got hours, so. We don't got hours. Good shit done. Um, uh, your lovely mama mm -hmm. is here, so mm -hmm. she's taken up the record studio, yeah. which is our spare bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so how's your week been with your mom? Um, she's been here most of the week, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she got here on Tuesday. Um, it's been great. We went to, she's, I feel like she's my, um, my old Siobhan loves her, like is always looking for in the house. It's really cute or how much she just enjoys spending time with her. Mm. That's really fun to watch. I told her today, I was like, I think you're her favorite. Think? As a mother saying that to my mother, I'm not loving that, but. <laughs> why? Because I want to be Siobhan's favorite. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it should be, right? I guess. You're quiet for some reason. Am I? Yeah, maybe Is it's because I don't better? have the headphones on tonight. Oh, yeah, for but sure. According to the little bobber dupes, you're quiet. Yeah, so just talk louder. You just seem okay. like you're talking very quiet. I'm sorry. Don't talk like that. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, no, she loves her. She loves her nanny. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so we actually went to um, the Market Street Grill last night for dinner. Mm -hmm. That was really awesome. Um, just got some quality time with the mama. Did your mommy think the clam cheddar today? <laughs> what? Did I say mommy? Yes. Oh, did your mommy eat the clam chowder today? No. Oh, no. I can eat you tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know when. No, actually the girls did. Why are we talking about this on the know. podcast? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the random marriage stuff. Did you do this? Did you do that? It's all the chores and yeah, it's good stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Work. I'm going to sound like a broken record. I feel like the past several episodes, work's been busy this week. We are just cruising along. Mm -hmm. Real estate is banging right now in Utah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot going on with work for you. I mean, yeah. Still just figuring things out for my new position, trying to improve uh, the scheduling position. Um, we're spending a lot of effort on that just because it's kind of been a thorn in our side for a long time. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm really just trying to engross myself in it and just kind of pick it apart and reassemble it. And, um, that's something my boss is just like, we got to figure this out because it hasn't worked or it stopped working. Yeah. So we just got to figure out what's going on with that. So, so it's just been, it's been hard because I'm doing like more, uh, you kick it, baby. I can edit this out. Don't worry about it. She's like, you you can't make those noises. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah, so it's just been challenging because uh, I'm doing more. They're not menial tasks, but just um, more kind of basic stuff and then like management stuff all day. So mixed mm-hmm. in with that. Um, so it's been a little draining. Yeah. I'm a little tired. Yeah. He got, he, even getting home at like 630. Yeah. I mean, not like crazy late. Um, but I mean, when the, the kids come home and I play with them and put them to bed mm-hmm. and then I go to sleep. No makeup. <laughs> Do it all over again. Very exciting. Yeah. But it's been good. Um, teams coming along. All the things are coming along well. So, yeah. All the things. All the things. Yes. Yeah. We just had, so tonight, mm-hmm. we are going to be talking about politics in church. Yep. Or church in politics. Church in, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a. Do people need to hear from us first? Yeah. <laughs> Are you, is this going to be too hard for you to not no, have this? In, this is no, hard. It's not hard for me. It's the fact that we're sitting in a new location. Before everything's blocked off, I can't see everything. So now, because we're sitting in our living room, I can like stare around and be like, oh, there's toys over there. Oh, we need to clean that up. Oh, we need to do this. Oh my gosh. So I'm a little focus. tired too, I think. Focus. I need to focus. Okay. You got it. But yes, you're right. Quick break to hear from us. You can head over to all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to check out Confessions of Us. While you're there, be sure to follow, subscribe, and leave a review. Also, invite more people to the journey. Share Confessions of Us with friends, family, and people you know. Thanks for listening. And we're back. And we're back. Yep. Sounds like a radio show. I know. (laughs) We should. The Johnston Radio Show. And we're back. Now time to hear from Caller 4. Caller 4. (laughs) (laughs) If I was on the radio, that's what the voice I would use. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's good, right? It's great. Okay, so episode 28. Mm -hmm. We're going to crack it open. Yes. And we're going to talk. You're so funny. We're going to talk about politics. Politics. But not just any politics. Politics and church. Church Mm -hmm. politics. Church in politics, all the things. Um, Keep saying that. All the things. All the things. It's uh, it's just it's a big topic. It's very controversial. Yeah. Um, Christians, I mean, are just as divided as the rest of the world, really. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. or at least the rest yeah. of the country when Seems it comes like to it. politics. Um, I think that often people think that, you know, um, we all vote in a monolith, or we all think the exact same. You know, which is really interesting. But it, one comment. It's interesting how looking on the outside at certain things, like people looking on the outside of Christians, they think that, oh, they're all the same, right? Mm-hmm. Or even Christians that to, I guess, other people, there's like two separate clubs. Oh, you're not in this club? You must think of this way. And it's just, it's really dumb that we do that to each other. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we especially see it when it comes to politics. Like, oh, yeah. you're a Christian? You must vote Republican. Yeah. Something that I do really like, we have a friend that she is not not Democratic and not Republican and like pretty much middle. And- I don't know who you're talking about, so sure. She will post things that she like will say she disagrees with um, that the church should be like the separation of church and state. Like she disagrees with that. Or doesn't it wasn't sure if she agreed with that, and I just want to say I really appreciate someone who can, but she still goes to our church, and our church is very much pro like 
in involvement in politics. Sure. Yet she's super engaged. She's super mm. involved. She has a very strong presence within our church. And, but is also, you know, a lot of people in our church are very vocal about sure. what they, the values that they support and who they support on their social media. And same thing with this girl is that she is vocal about what she agrees with and what, and she doesn't. And they oftentimes go in conflict with what some of the pastors in our church are in our awaken like sure. churches. And I just want to say like, I so appreciate that someone having their own voice, knowing that their voice matters, disregarding, like, regardless of if I, you know, agree with her on everything. I think that needs to be stressed that I don't think that you should agree with everything that like. Yeah, I would agree. I just think that's so important because then you become robots and like just accept it as fact. Yeah. And. Well, I mean, I mean, I think, I mean, it's important in life anyways, but I mean, as Christians, the, the biggest issue I think, or one of the biggest issues, at least facing politics in the country or just our country in general is that nobody can agree on anything, mm -hmm. right? No one can agree with some true, which truth. And even within the church, it's the exact same thing. We don't fully sometimes even agree with fully who Jesus was, mm -hmm. the things he said, context of the Bible. We're always going back and forth with these discussions, yeah. always. Um, it's tiring. It's exhausting sometimes. You know, it's confusing. You know, I mean, but it's, I mean, it's no different than the world sometimes in that sense. Um, sorry, I'm making noise. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's it's just a big one. You mm -hmm. know, what I mean, right now we just had. I mean, it really wasn't a debate, but we had the uh, the two town halls, like battling town halls, I guess, between uh, President Trump and Vice President Biden. So, yeah, it's uh, and then everything on. It's just. But how does that? How does that? Um, like, what does that have to do with church? Like, well, I'm just putting context oh. to where we're at. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, one of the th topics that we were thinking about is like, should let me just break it down. Like, should politics be a topic in church? So like for us, why don't you, okay, you start. Okay. You start with some of your experience. Mm -hmm. So just to kind of give some background, I grew up Christian. If you listen to some of the first episodes, talk about that. And just, I grew up, grew up Christian, did a lot of different um, ministry opportunities, mission trips, um, Bible school, all that stuff. Um, and in all of my experience, like the word voting, the word um, policy, um, pre you know, the presidents of the time, any of that was never, that those words were never used in church. And so now coming to the church that we're now awaken, uh, they are very much involved with um or political views. Yeah, political yeah. views. And not to say like, oh, you need to vote for Trump or you need to vote for Biden or you need to like these types of things. But what I really appreciate about Awaken is that they stress how how important it is to know the policies. Sure. What are their policies? And as a believer, what are your what are your policies? What yeah. are your values? Well, I mean, our pastors are technically immigrants. 
Mm, you know Mm -hmm. um and i mean they came from australia but uh it's always interesting watching people who are not necessarily from here come here and how much they want to be a part of the civic process Mm. with voting and politics and either because it's not big where they're from or they don't get that option you know whatever the situation is Mm -hmm. um and yeah i i mean Rightly so. I think politics has just put a lot of bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, government necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, were you done? I'm sorry, did I cut you off? Um, a little bit. Sorry, right. but interesting. Um, anyway, so I think just that it's how important it is to like, why it's so important to know what you value, know in a sense, like I've never thought of it like that, in the sense of know your policies. You know, if I was to run... I it's true. never see, you know, like, yeah. but what are the policies what would that you, what I would, would you run on? Yeah, sure. exactly. And so I don't think talking policies, talking values, um, should be, um, like outside of the church. They shouldn't be welcome. Well, it's kind of one in the same. It is. It is. That's, I mean, I guess what I'm trying yeah. to say. Um, but again, I just, when our church started talking politics, the top, like the words voting or, um, values and policy. No, you know, I mean, they don't, they don't shy away from it. They very much just like, I'm going to go there, you know, and, but they do, I feel like they do it in a very, um, not humble way, but like, what's the other word? Um, just, I don't know, normal, non-combative. Yeah. Non-combative is probably the word I'm thinking of. Um, and I think that I think that there is something wrong when churches never talk about it or never talk about something like involved. Well, it's interesting because I mean, this kind of goes to another topic, I guess. But I mean, I was the same way. My churches mm-hmm. that I attended when I was in college didn't talk about politics, but we they also shied away from difficult topics. Our church does not shy away from anything. Mm-hmm. So then the difficult topics become taboo. And then in a sense, you think you shouldn't talk about them, right? Like they say in a bar, mm-hmm. you don't talk about politics, you don't talk about religion. Mm-hmm. Um, because people get so fired up for, about them. And uh, and maybe that's kind of the symptom our country has hit is we don't talk about difficult things anymore. And therefore, we don't know how to have discussions about them. And we don't know how to disagree about them and still yeah. be friends and continue on. Mm-hmm. Um that, I mean, that's just that. And again, that's another symptom or another rabbit hole together. But um, should politics be in church? Should be a topic in church? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they affect our life a lot, mm-hmm. you know, whether we want mm-hmm. to admit it or not. I mean, I was not a political person at all until Donald Trump and Hillary started going at it. And then I was just fascinated. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, you have this crazy orange man who's up there talking <laughs> trash to Hillary. And it was just, the whole thing was fascinating to me. Because um, yeah. no one thought that he was going to win. No one. Well, like, I, I'm i going to be totally honest. I, I was not about to vote for Hillary. Didn't trust her. Well, did, no one did. Just, yeah. I mean, cl- a, ton, a good yeah. amount of people did. I mean, I think it was a close. Well, I mean, it was, I mean, it was a close, it was a close election. Um, and then, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think it should be a topic. And the problem is, is that, again, when you don't fully agree on who Jesus was mm-hmm. and what he did, yeah, 
your politics are going to be divided. Mm -hmm. For example, you know, I, I see that very much in this season. Obviously, it's an election year. Everything always gets ramped up and crazy during an election year. Um, but that's very much what has happened in our church, mm -hmm. where you'd think that we agreed on everything, but then, like, just even disagreeing about COVID necessarily, mm -hmm. uh, about what we should and should not do. And then politics, it's like, it, like, ripped a lot of, or not, we shouldn't say a lot, but some people out of our church, like, very quickly. Well, it just, politics does that in general. Mm -hmm. We'll rip people apart and there'll be this turmoil and like, what, you know? And then, um, so it's like, how much was it that the conversation started happening about politics? And how much was it just like where our heart is at what, to talk about yeah. certain politics and how much like it just really is, it can bring turmoil and anxiety and like. Well, it's, again, people, it don't, just, people don't agree on who Jesus was fully. Mm -hmm. And they also don't agree on what the most important topics are. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing, right? So you have, you know, topics like abortion and gay marriage and gay rights you know, you have to talk about immigration, you know, um, guns, uh, list goes on and on, but healthcare, healthcare, that's a good one too. Um, but no one agrees on kind of where Jesus stood on those things. Mm -hmm. So now everything is all over the place. Yeah. Right. Some people believe Jesus was more of a hippie socialist, mm -hmm. you know, um, some people believe he wasn't, you know, some people believe he was more like a libertarian where he just wanted to be left alone you know, by the government. Like it just, you know, and I think mm -hmm. to a certain extent he was, he was all sorts of things, you know, he wasn't just one thing, but mm -hmm. um, which I think adds the difficulty, right? He mm -hmm. didn't just come out and say, I am this. Yeah. Well, the when thing he that, did, no, he did. But he, he did, but it's like, yeah. even how we approach that people can't agree on, right? It's like, okay, we think Jesus was a socialist. So we need free healthcare. We need to let everybody know the country. Mm -hmm. We need to take from people and give to other people. Or, you know, Jesus was an individualist, right? Where you need to stand on your own two feet, but at the same time, you know, you need to be gracious and giving and it's just, and again, so um, I think it should be a topic mm -hmm. because I think all difficult things should be topics in church. That's good. I like, go. I would agree with that. There you go. Yeah. What do you, what do you I mean, do you have any thoughts? Closing statements on the first topic. <laughs> you have uh, two minutes. <laughs> Um, I, well, our pastor, um, he, I had asked him kind of a question around politics and like to kind of grasp. Um, Just what his thoughts were. Yeah. And something he had said is like, in the Bible, does it say that Jesus was involved? He ran for office. No. No. Does it say that he, you know, was, yeah, did, that he didn't run for office, but Jesus in Jesus's day, he claimed that he was the son of God. He claimed all of these Which is things. very controversial yes, for that yeah. time. I mean, very controversial. absolutely. And they were, I mean, you have, you know, in the Bible, you can read about it, but like there were the religious leaders. There were, you know, he had a lot of following and a lot of eyes were on him. You know, the religious leaders, the, um, the kids, you know, the people that needed healing, like multiple people, eyes were on him all the time. Mm -hmm. And so... Well, the Jewish, the Jewish culture was very much embroidered in politics. I mean, they had their own politics just like anybody else did. So Yeah. And I just think, um, so to say that Jesus wasn't, had nothing to do with politics is, 
like not true. It's just not true. Like it looks, it looked different. It yeah. did look different. And again, I think it's not fully mm -hmm. understanding the culture. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? think that's a good point. Um, cause when he came back and he said, you know, uh, people thought he was going to rise up and overthrow Caesar or whoever, mm -hmm. because, you know, he was saying that he was the prince or the king, or he, I don't think he ever technically, I don't know if he ever said he was the king, but he served the king. Anyways. No, they called him the king. They called the him Jews. the king. Mm -hmm. King of the Jews. Um, which, which flew in direct contradiction to Caesar, who was the king or the mm -hmm. emperor or whatever, emperor, you know, whatever the exact title they used. So, yeah, I think it, in a roundabout, not even a roundabout way, but in a way, yeah, he was very much involved in it, even mm -hmm. though he was very much counterculture, maybe, is the right word I'm looking, thinking of. So Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this is kind of off topic. I'm going to just think out loud for a second. So Please don't. In, in the Bible, it talks about how his disciples, they really thought that he was going to rebuild the temple. Mm. And the temple is basically a sacred place, was a sacred place in Jerusalem. And so um, Jesus never said, I'm going to rebuild the temple, but the disciples assumed that that's what he was going to do. And so even to like think like that, Jesus didn't ever rebuild the temple you know, he came to bring freedom from for all all mankind. Mm -hmm. And I just think like, think about that though. Like think about the religious leaders looking at him, the disciples thinking, oh, you're going to rebuild the temple. That's like, that's like high heat. Mm. You know, that topic to me back then had to be this like, this clash of belief. It was a massive topic for them. It was a big deal. Yeah. So yeah. I just wonder even in looking at that, like, well, I think, and I think, especially why it was no, it's not counterculture, but he was in politics is because he was a leader. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, our leaders are our politicians in a way, mm -hmm. or at least our elected representatives. Yeah, and our president is our leader of our country. And Jesus was the leader of a whole people. Yeah. So naturally, in a sense. Or they wanted him to be at least, mm -hmm. you know, um, naturally in a sense, you're, you're going to be in conflict with the other leaders, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're not following what other leaders want you to do, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, I think that in a roundabout way, he was involved in politics just because of who he was in his ministry. Mm. You know, he was challenging the order of the day. You know, he was challenging um, all all the politics the Jewish people had set up and all mm -hmm. the rules and everything else. And, you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I obviously he didn't directly say he ran for an office, but I think in a way, you know. His life was. It just was. Yeah. I, yeah. But I think life in general has a lot to do with politics. Not saying that he was purposely involved in politics, but even in our own lives, there's always politics involved, right? Whether it's politics of your job, mm -hmm. whether it's politics of your house, whether it's politics yeah. of your community, you know, politics affect everything. Mm -hmm. So, and as Christians, you know, we are supposed to be in the world. And I think that means politics as well. Mm -hmm. And honestly, because so, because that I think is a big verse. We're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So if we're supposed to be in the world, 
and to my mind, that means we're everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're in media, we're in culture, we're in politics, we're in uh, business, we're in, we're in the world. Yeah, yeah. But we operate different when we're in the world, right? That's good. That's really good, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't see why we shouldn't have opinions just like anybody else, mm-hmm. you know? Do you think Christians, um, well, leaders, and just like Christians in general— um, are expected to operate in a way like that you're not supposed to have an opinion. Don't be, don't have a loud opinion about avians, like politics. Like, do you say not about aliens? No. That you said? Leaders and Christians. Oh, is that about have, have loud opinion about aliens? <laughs> Anything, I think I said. Yeah. I mean, this is not exactly what we wanted yeah, to talk yeah. about, but, um, I think what has happened is maybe the Christians of the day have went about things in a weird way, Mm. right? Um, And I think that we have tried to force our values on certain people in certain ways sometimes Mm -hmm. when that's never worked, right? It's never what Jesus wanted. Mm -hmm. That's never what our faith is supposed to be about. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're never because you can't force someone to believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. You can't force someone to change their ways. Right. That's obviously we know this. It's God. It's mm-hmm. through love, you know, and then it's through God moving, shifting their hearts and doing the thing only God can do. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder over time if all that stuff has gotten very twisted. And and the hard thing is, is we as Christians, I think, have come off and we tried to be perfect mm. instead of human. Mm-hmm. We've done it over and over and over again. Like when, you know, um, people in the churches did not stand up for, you know, segregation mm. and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, black people during that time. And it's just so many bad things that I wonder if people knew it was wrong and didn't stand up. Mm, Same thing yeah. in the Holocaust, mm-hmm. right? You had several Christians, or I shouldn't say Christians, but just churches, we'll just say that, went along with the politics of the day mm, and didn't mm-hmm. stand up. And that's where I did hear an interesting quote or an interesting thought from somebody. I didn't agree with the video, but I agreed with this thing. It's like we, as Christians or as Jesus followers, believers, whatever you want to call it, there's this idea that we need to conserve the things of the past, but we also need to progress, mm. right? We want to mm. progress. I mean, Judaism, Christianity, it's all done all things. They but we're going to, it's just like, it's Yeah, not it's a natural progression, it. but it's happened, right? Mm-hmm. We progressed women's rights. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus, Jewish culture flew very much in the face of what, how women were treated back in the day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, they weren't simply just sex objects and that slowly evolved in the Jewish culture Do you know what to I, where they had rights and they had value. I feel like Jesus broke the stigma around women's rights. He intentionally, like, example, I know we just already talked about this, but the woman at the well, like he- I mean, such a good bro- example. Yeah. I mean, he broke that- Was, was that, that, weren't that, those like, rules? Negative. Or were they, they were. just- or, I mean, they, or were. they just like- So I think like they were taboo. rules that like were never meant to be questioned. Be questioned. Were like, they laws? This, uh, or was it just yeah. one of those many rules that the, they created? Um, I'm not entirely sure because yeah. I know that the Samaritan, I don't know if Samaritan, whatever. Some, well, let's say the Samaritan woman. One, I think it was just, no, it may have been a law, like never mm-hmm. interact with this type of person. Yeah. You'll, you know, what for whatever reason, 
But I like, okay, so regardless of that, I just think Jesus broke like that stigma that women shouldn't have any rights. He broke that. Yeah. Well, and he was very conservative in a lot of ways, yeah. right? Keeping God's laws, all these things, keeping a lot of things in the Old Testament. But he was very progressive and like what you just said. Mm -hmm. No one did that. He yeah. did it anyways. Yeah. And what's interesting is Jesus was conservative and progressive. He was a rebel. And he mm -hmm. was also a rule follower. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had... He, in, for as simple as his, the things he said, some things sometimes were, he was still very complex. Yeah. And I mean, I think that is the big challenge for people is like, neither party fits Christians mm -hmm. as a whole. Mm -hmm. They don't. Okay. Sorry. Pause. I know that we're going to get some, some questioning with this, but like when you said Jesus was a rebel, what do you mean by that? Well, like you just said, like... If I, and again, we're not entirely sure, like, for example, if that was a law mm -hmm. that you didn't talk to, well, he did it anyways. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. He was being a rebel. Mm -hmm. He's breaking the rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he broke a lot of quote unquote rules that they had, you know, like the Jewish people took 10 rules or whatever it was, and they mm -hmm. made it into 600 plus or however yeah. many it was. Yeah. Um, and he broke a lot of those rules, right? When they're like, oh, you're not supposed to work on the Sabbath. And they were picking or they were grabbing wheat as they were walking yeah. by. Like yeah. all those things. That's what I mean. He was a rebel. Mm. He flew in the face of culture of mm -hmm. that, you know? So it's like, um, I do think, but at the same time, it's like, what are we supposed to do, mm -hmm. you know, as Christians? Do we just not vote? Because mm. obviously neither party fully encompasses who we are. Yeah. But then there is this whole thing of just today, and I think it's always been this way. I think it's just really bad today. Like, what do you believe? Yeah. How do you mm -hmm. know what to believe? Yeah. Right? You believe one, one side of history, you know, Christians and Republicans and Democrats are this. You know, you believe the other side, they're this. And it's just like, um, it's, it's very confusing at times, mm -hmm. you know, I think, to figure out what the crap to do. You know, because um, our next topic was like, did Jesus have anything to say about politics? He said a lot about politics because, mm -hmm. like we just talked about, his life was entangled in, in, in it, mm -hmm. whether he wanted yeah. to be or not. Which mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm sure he knew exactly what he was doing, but I don't know. I yeah. was rambling a little bit, so no, it was good. Um, it's hard to envision Jesus being involved in politics, even though like, it's not like your typical, not like our typical politics today. I mean, it was, it was years ago. Years ago. Years. I mean, like thousands of, thousands years, ago. of years ago. And, um, that politics was, was still around then politics sure. was around. And so Jesus was navigating his ministry and what he had come, come, why he was there in the midst of like, these um, rules and laws and like, how do I be who I am and do what I meant to do in the midst of like, I don't know, just the mm. politics of the day. And yeah, I mean, cause his, because his um, agenda or like what he was there for didn't go along with the narrative of the politics of the day. I mean, I mean, if that makes sense. It didn't. You know, so um, I, I 
I just think um, we need to like not be so blindsided. I feel like we're very, we can be, or very narrow minded and look at something one way when there's, it's more complex. Yeah. I and mean, I was just thinking like just that whole, I'm sure people thought this before. It's like, for example, if Jesus was inserted today, mm -hmm. what would he be doing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you have one sect of Christianity, he would be the on the ground marching civil rights warrior. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think to extent that's accurate. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But he, he just had an elegance about him where he would still speak truth. That's the conservative side of him, right? Mm -hmm. He would still speak truth and bring people back, you know, around to what God's word said. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like he wasn't on either side. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, I think it's very much true nowadays. Like Jesus was not simply a hippie socialist mm -hmm. and he wasn't a conservative, you know, uptight yuppie. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Those are horrible descriptions, mm -hmm. but he wasn't either. He was a combination of both, just like we are. Right. Yeah. And then we get to this, like, well, this is the only way to do Christianity. Right. Like I follow one guy on uh, social media and he just, he enrages me now, but he is more of the hippie Christian. Mm -hmm. Right. Jesus would be marching for black lives matter and also the kind of crap and all this kind of, okay. Yes. But would he also be speaking truth to the situation? Mm -hmm. Because he obviously wanted us to take care of the poor and all those kinds of things, mm -hmm. but he never wanted to take anything from anybody. Mm -hmm. He yeah, wanted everybody yeah. to do it of their own free will, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Never. And it, it, it's not consistent with the rest of what he did. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, it, and I think he would to a certain extent, but I also don't think Jesus would condone violence. <laughs> I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't you know, either. but at the same time, it's like, this is going to, I mean, it's all kind of in politics, but it's a little bit of rabbit trail. So I remember talking about this topic one time with, with a group of people. It's like, when is war just, right? Like, would Jesus of, because obviously there was a ton of war mm -hmm. in the Bible. Yeah. Um, mainly in the Old Testament, but there's still a ton of war. Um, or all of in the Old Testament. I don't think there was any wars in the New Testament. Um, but when is war just? So like, if... The Nazis were doing what the Nazis were doing. Would Jesus send in an army, mm -hmm. mm, or would yeah. like, or would he tell the countries like, you need to go in and stop him? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. When is war just, or I mean, not necessarily, or when is it right to go to war? Mm -hmm. So to speak, but it has war just because there was many instances in the Bible where Jesus, or not Jesus, but God was like, hey, this is your land, go take it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you know, from our perspective, we just see. God is this warmongering psychopath, you know? I don't know. Like, so, because I think the thing with the Bible is there's the context of the individual situation, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Jesus' context speaking to someone, the woman yeah. at the well. There's mm -hmm. the context of that. And there's several context areas. Then there's the context of the overall culture. Mm. Then there's the context of maybe the time period. But then for us as Christians, there's also the context of the Bible as a whole, right? Because, you know, when you look in the Bible as a whole, it doesn't contradict itself, you know? So there has to be these different levels of context that you take the Bible in. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, we, 
we've talked to us a little bit about like, right, recently, well, not recently, but like ever since we had, this is a whole bunch of rabbit trails, I'm sorry, but this is where my mind to that. Um, ever since getting married and having children, the whole security thought and protecting my family has become, just for some reason, it's become, it's just become a big topic for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for example, like would, like if someone broke into the house, for example, okay, would God want me to do nothing? Yeah. Right. Because if Very God, much. if God mm -hmm. was truly this hippie and he was mm -hmm. all about peace, what happens in that scenario? I just let this person in and they do horrible things. Yeah. Or would Jesus stand in the gap for somebody mm -hmm. and protect the innocent? I think he would do both. Yeah. He was both. Mm -hmm. and he wasn't one or the other. He was both. And we always forget that. Mm -hmm. I think in church and in politics, that's where I was bringing you back around. Okay. Very specifically, it's like either as a Christian, you're either a Republican or you're a Democrat. Well, it's yeah, that's not. no, mm -hmm. like you and I, I think are more centrist, mm -hmm. you know, maybe because uh, I think we're more liberal on things and more conservative on things. You know, we're centrist, lean to the right, whatever you want to call it. If you had to put a label on us. Um, I'm a pretty hardcore libertarian. Like I just want to be left alone and do my own thing. <laughs> but I also understand that that type of thing, like especially our country, doesn't happen on accident. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like I know I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry, I can shut up. No, no keep going. All right. I'll interrupt you when I feel like okay. I need to. So like we just we we're taking a peek at Romans 13 before we started. Mm -hmm. Right. And it talks about being submissive to your government. I had this thought before we started and I was actually thought it was really good. Okay. So if we were to be completely subservient to what our government wanted, then the founding fathers that started America were in direct violation of the Bible and what they were doing was wrong. Oh. Right? Yeah. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So, hmm. but we don't see it that way. I don't know if I've ever, ever heard that thought before. Right? So, when, what? Like, that doesn't make yeah, sense. No, it doesn't. Right? Yeah. So, clearly, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, maybe that was the context. Maybe all of America is bad. Right. <laughs> Ever since before we even landed, and some people would say it is, everything we did was bad, right? Blah, blah, blah. But not because of anything else that happened, but simply because of that verse in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a hard time believing that because people are being persecuted, people are being held under the thumb of the government, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing over and over again throughout different times. You don't get a society where you can just be left alone and, you know, practice what you want, mm -hmm. be who you are. Yeah. And I think that's the context people forget. You don't get that without the freedoms that come with our country that were founded on the Bible. Yeah. Not everything, mm -hmm. but a lot of the principles they took were from the Bible and other yeah. writings of Judeo-Christian things. Yeah. Because God, I mean, do what you want to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's always a choice with God. He gave us free will. Mm. But we don't get to that point because if not, you get dictators, dictatorships, yeah, 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 yeah. China, well, this is Russia, like, Nazi Germany. Um, makes me think of like specifically the separation of church and state because the whole point of that is that they didn't want the government telling them. Exactly. You know, and so for when you were saying if we we're completely subservient to government, like that, that's, it's interesting because the Bible says that to be submissive to your government, you know? Yeah. But what happens when the government is completely- uh, Unjust? And, yeah. And like, or just 
or like let's take country, let's take U.S. out of the the, the equation because I think all this is politics. Yeah, and I think that's why I'm kind of hovering around. This might be a little longer of an episode, but uh, all this I may have to break it up. But all this hovers around politics. So you think about other countries in the world where, let's take out Christians for example, um, where there is a dominant religion. And then they start massacring the other people mm -hmm. or there's a dominant faith yeah. or belief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they start massacring other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's happened to Christians. It's happened to Jews, obviously. Mm -hmm. Nazi Germany is obviously a big one or that World War II. But different times in history, that's happened. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, would Jesus prefer that? Okay, let's take the Jews, for example. Okay, well, the government at the time became the Nazi party and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Became Hitler. Okay, be subservient. Just let him massacre a bunch of people. Really? Mm -hmm. Do we really think that's where Jesus would be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. No, no. Now, mm -hmm. now, I think death, and that's the thing. That's why I think Jesus was more of a complex person because I think all death is going to make Jesus upset. Like, for example, like it's, I don't think God wants to see us killing each other. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. Right? Obviously. Perfect but God, God also, Jesus also allowed death to like he embraced it and allowed it to affect him. Like for instance, John the Baptist was beheaded and Lazarus had died, but he. Yeah. And it's, but he had, he had a different view on death. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's that true. that's also part of it. It's like, these are very complex issues and bring it, bring it back down to our politics of the day is we start breaking things down into these very small sound bites mm -hmm. where, but then at the same time you can look at it and be paralyzed. Okay. Well, what do I do then? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I think our pastor said something very simple that was very true. Or he said two things. You have to remember, you're always going to be voting for the lesser of two evils because we're not voting for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Or but if you three are, evils so they, or four evils or how many people yeah, are voting. Yeah, mm -hmm. Always going to be voting for some sort of evil in a certain sense because sin is evil and we all contain sin. Mm -hmm. But when all else fails, what are true biblical values and that's the only thing, I mean, that's the Bible that guides us. Mm -hmm. What guided Jesus? Well, you know, in a sense, mm -hmm. that's what guides us. It's our handbook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's hard. I think we also want to do something perfectly. Yeah. And you can never do something perfectly, period. Yeah, the walk, and then your you, Christian walk is not perfect. It's super messy and dirty. And, and then that's a good point. politics is just straight dirty. It's not, it's messy you know, and, and like coming into politics, trying to make sense of it all will never, you'll never get to that point. Yeah. Like, it's just, you can do your best. You you just do your best, right? You like navigate it and figure out who you want to vote for. Like what your, what your personally, what your policies are, what your values are. And I just, I think we try to make sense of something that's so, that can be so corrupt, so messy, mm. but also like really good in the same way, because in the sense, like my, my policies or my values are I'm pro-life, pro-speech, um, the first amendment, like, sure. you know, all of these things. Yeah. And, but even like, but even like the pro-life argument is very messy. Mm -hmm. It is. Right. Because yeah. Yeah. you, because it's not pro-life is, is. You get the, I don't want to go down this rabbit trail yeah. too hard. Don't, but, yeah. Let's not go down that, but like. Yeah, but even that, it's a messy topic. Yeah, it's, it's a, mess, a very messy yeah. topic, yeah. right? Because mm -hmm. war, right? Someone's like, oh, well, if you believe in war, you're not pro-life, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, um, there's been times when 
it, not necessarily our country, but countries in general, right? They're like, okay, let's just say, okay, I'm pro-war. So I'm going to pull out of this area. I'm going to pull the troops home, right? And then someone comes in and slaughters all those people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what the hell do you do then? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that is not a black, that's, that's not, there's no simple answer. Mm -hmm. And I also think that Jesus knows that. God mm -hmm. knows that and there's grace. Yeah. There has to be. There yeah. has to be just an immense amount of grace for us idiots. Because <laughs> it's just, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, uh, we may have to talk about this topic again because we're, we we're, we're winding. We need to wind down, my love. Okay. Let's wind down and then. Yeah. So, just, I mean, yeah. obviously this is not an end-all be-all. This was a 30-minute conversation specifically about politics in the church. As we could go on this forever. And read your own Bibles, make up your own decision. We're not tell you, here to tell you what to believe, but yeah. Um, but you have to read your Bible, yeah. And you got to figure it out, yeah, absolutely. And you got to get in community, you know, and just walk it out the best you can. Because I don't, I don't get upset when people think that Jesus was a hippie and then he would do all these things. Because I think in certain circumstances they're correct, mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily think that I get upset when people say, "Well, he was this." And I'm, Jesus was a whole bunch of stuff. You know, and I'm still trying to figure it out just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to vote and do my best, you know. Um, but I think it's a hard, big topic. And I think churches should talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. All of them, mm -hmm. you know. But I think the big, I will end on, look, we can on, I want to end on this thought. The problem is, is that we get so offended and so upset that we leave mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. the conversation stops. And what that does is, and then in turn, at least in the churches, it puts us into a bigger echo chamber. I think that it is important that you don't go to a church that you completely agree with every mm -hmm. single thing. It's good to be challenged. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Obviously, the, the big things for Christians, but um, politics are not the end-all be-all. Mm -hmm. They're not. It's They're not a part of life. It's not salvation yeah, issue. Yeah, salvation mm -hmm. issues. Those are the big topics, mm -hmm. right? And obviously, those things trickle down. But like, if you're in a situation, if you think like, talk have conversation mm -hmm. heated debate it's yeah. good yeah because we're seeing so much of it now where people don't do that and the sides are getting so bad there's mm -hmm. no compromise no one's coming to the table anymore yeah it's so bad in our politics and i think it's up to us just as christians as good people out there that you know to enter politics and change it. Because mm -hmm. there's always that thing of like, well, you can't do politics without compromising with people because no one thing will ever get done. I think there's a shred of truth to that, but mm -hmm. like we can still stand on our values and our morals and not compromise. Yeah. If there's enough of us doing it, then I think politics could really shift, you know, because there's, a, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe I'd be a horrible politician, but. I think you would actually make a great politician. Thanks, babe. Yeah. No, maybe you know, like a couple people vote for me. But I don't know if I get anything done. Because like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, we're not voting for your bill there, Johnny. <laughs> okay, okay. We oh, end? this is an interesting question. Should we end with a random Let's moment? And with our quick moment of randomness. Um, after that, I don't know if anybody likes these. I like them. They're fun. It's our show. We're going to do what we want. Um. Would you rather, ooh, this is good, babe. Would you rather be the worst player on a winning team or the best player on a losing team? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I found it online. <laughs> <laughs> on the I, can't, I can't claim it for my own. 
Okay. Would you rather be the worst player on a on a winning team or the best player on a losing team? I don't know. You you've had more chance to think about this. I really have not, but um I just want to win. So part win, of win, win. But see, that's that's part of me. But then like what if I never got to play? Like maybe I was the worst mm-hmm. player, so they that's never true. put but you then they be benched never or something? Yeah. And so I probably would be okay with losing every game, but doing knowing that I did really well or that we did really well. Yeah. What do you think? Because that's true. I mean, it's like, what is your love for the game? Because you, you say if you're the worst player, maybe you're on the bench a lot. So f- for you, you like hockey. What yeah. if, think of, I, I mean, mean, obviously, and everybody wants to win because you go to the championship, you do all these things, right? So I guess, I guess if you're the worst player, you're in, you're in it for the experience, <laughs> not for the playing. <laughs> Just getting out of Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to say I would be, I'd want to be the best player in a losing team mm-hmm. because... I mean, I think either way, but there's a chance for improvement. I think it's possible either way, maybe. No, that's not the question. That's not. I know, but it's like, there's more to it. But I think, yeah, you know, what what they say is like, you're either number one or you're a loser or whatever they say. What is that? Tell Uh, Dan Knight. He's like, like, you're either number one or you're last. Yeah, something like that. Oh, you're first or you're last. Yeah. So it's like, at least if you were the worst player on a winning team, you could put a ring on. Like, I was part of that winning team. Yeah. <laughs> I warmed the bench, but I was there. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think I would want to win, like, a championship if I didn't have contribution. Watch out. But at the same time, just because you're the worst player doesn't mean you're still not a good player. Because if you're winning, maybe you just have an awesome team. You're putting but, some you know, truth bombs. Wisdom. I don't know. Because, I mean, think yeah. about it. Let's say it's a percentage thing. I know this is totally off topic, but let's say it's a percentage thing and the best player is 100%, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're the worst player in the team, but you're still 90%. Ooh. Right? There's just that there many go. good players. Yeah, yeah. So that could be good too. Like, I'd be okay with that. Like, I was still a 90 man. I mean, I've been 100. <laughs> I mean, I've been Sidney Crosby. I was a 90 man. Or, you I know, like whoever, but I was, still, I was still there. So, I don't know. That's my thought. Yeah. So, <laughs> any other closing thoughts? I have a feeling we're probably going to talk about this again one day. Which I'm not opposed to. Yeah. Maybe, ooh, after the election, we should. Yes. That's when we should pick it up again. Oh, gosh. If everything's not on fire and burnt down. Yeah. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Well. This is Lindsay. And this is John. And this is Confessions of Us. Night. Good night. If you'd like to support Confessions of Us, you can head over to confessionsofus.locals.com. And there you can make any sort of donation you would like to the show. Also, head over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and check us out at Confessions of Us Podcast. If you would like to send us any questions, you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram or email us at confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com.